Hello and welcome back to 16 Candle Keeps, the place where the 80s pass their death service. Um, yeah. Good morning, afternoon, evening, time of podcasting, audience and players. How are we all? Good, thank you. Grand. Good. Um, right, so. Um... <laughs> yeah. Liam? All, all good. All fine. <laughs> Yep. The audience don't know about the little rant that I just had before this recording. <laughs> so everything has just been switched off. Uh, right, so I believe, if I'm doing my madness right, we are episoding the 30th of June. Ah, episode 17. Who knew? Um, any announcements for the 30th of June, my loves? Just our usual one about D&D on the 14th of August. Yep. Oh, I need to upload a new new TikTok. Jade Note. needs to upload a new TikTok. Note to Jade I've declared Pelota. advertising war with uh, Liam. Oh yeah. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> okay, they have a special thing. Um, <laughs> it's advertising D&D. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll we. Stick putting the Facebook posts up about it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Um, TikTok wars. Brilliant. Love it. Uh, D&D, 14th of August. Starts at 9.30 in the morning. Uh, rolling through all the way to 11 in the evening. There'll be three different games. One by the lovely Mr. Liam Thornton of Bingo Bang Bang fame. Um, one of Emma running the Stranger Things box uh, from the beginning. Uh, of uh, of madness, um, and then I wrote a description the other day because Emma wanted to advertise things, so I can now officially tease that the curse of the golden kraken will be the <laughs> end game of this uh, <laughs> of this um, live stream madness. Where these lot as level twenty will be dealing with some nonsense of mine. Um, hints in the name. Curse of the Golden Kraken for anyone who doesn't know what a Kraken is. David Jones, giant squid. Yep. <laughs> I haven't got a character in there who might be a bolt on. Anyway, um, sip of water. Oh, sippy time. Very good sippy time. Um, I miss Flula. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, any other announcements before I throw over to the Mr. Bingle Bang Bang in the Bingle Bang Bang corner of Discord fame, Twitch fame, YouTube fame, all that. Nope. How are we doing over in Bingle Bang Bang Corner? Um, let's have a think. What's coming out around then? I think that is the latest Digimon set um, for Digimon card games. So once again, I'll grab a box. I'll open it up. I'll hopefully get some good stuff. Um, and I will share that on online that's a thing um as always uh we now do twitch things mm. uh twitch.tv slash the bingle bang bang and yeah um we've we've got some D D on there as well which uh you can come along and you can watch steve and i dming for each other doing evil things um trying to trying to make some some nice villains mm. to not at all use against the rest of the group mm. in the future yes <laughs> i apologize for my very loud sneeze at the beginning of that announcement that's fine you sneeze I didn't yeah, hear it. I have just been attacked with a fit of sneezes, so I had to mute. But um, yeah, apologies no. for the for the first one. It, it sneak attacked me. <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I didn't hear any sneezes. That's magic. It's probably it... so loud it blew my mic. Then. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, go over to the Bingle Bang Bang on Twitch. You get to see some great stuff such as No Man's Sky. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons on Sundays, and also I believe you're now uploading uh, archives of the episodes here on there as well. Because I someone's am a indeed. fancy affiliate. <laughs> anyway. Just anyway. more ways that you can watch and listen to us playing D and D because that <laughs> is what the people want. Exactly. Oh, 
Oh god. Question. Uh, D and Day, we have every intention of actually showing our faces on that day, is that correct? Yes. We do. Yes, we do. What? Yes. Do you know what? I'm going to make it my personal challenge to not only have three different characters, but also mm. I'm going to try and, and have some form of costume to represent each one. Oh, absolutely. I am so glad that you said that. Yep. Yeah, I'm yep. turning up yep. in my hopper shirt and stuff like that, so I'll be hopper yeah, throughout the day for Stranger my... Things. <laughs> yeah, I've prepped my 80s outfit for the Stranger Things section, so I've just got nice. to figure out what I'm wearing for the other two. I'm, I'm just going to be hopper for <laughs> the entire thing. Um, anyway, do it, um, do it. I may even shave down to a moustache to make it awkward. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I could, I, I could shave all the way through the day. <laughs> in this 15 minute break Steve and Liam have gone off to shave down to sideburns um, anyway. <laughs> so we can all be starburns in the last game anyway, um, oh anyway. my god right enough of this gay banter let's jump into some madness before I lose my mind um, I will also advertise just quickly um, not only can you see things at the twitch tv dot so, uh, twitch.tv forward slash the bingo bang bang for uh, this uh, Dungeons and Dragons things we do on Sundays. You can also see this at Grimnir Singebeard as well. That's twitch.tv forward slash Grimnir Singebeard, all one word. And D&D will be available also at twitch.tv forward slash 16 Candlekeeps, all one word. If you can't find us on one of these three things, one of them is auto hosting the other thing as well, so you'll see it somewhere. <laughs> anyway. And we will be raiding the next channel as we go. Yep, yes. just constant aerobarous circle of streaming. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, ah, Ross, I miss Red Dwarf. Anyway, uh, let's jump into this madness because I'm excited. And knowing how the party works and knowing what's coming up, I look forward to campaign two starting next week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, right, so a catch-up on what happened last sessions, um, or for the last two episodes, if you listen that way. Um, after deliberating with Grandolfa, the group headed further into Castle Sunblight to reap the rewards of the treasury. A near-fatal blow from a mouldy skeleton dropped Nerenef before Garland revived his second party member as in, in as many hours. Uh, after splitting the loot, the party were offered passage to Grekelstull uh, with Grandolfa. Garland, very aware that he had bitten off more than he could chew getting involved in the Rime of the Frost Maiden, James Bond moment, um, took <laughs> her up on the offer. The ladies returned to the surface to find Oz, the Loxodon Paladin, in inverted commas, um, <laughs> waiting for them as he had another inverted commas moment, a business venture for them. He had been hired in Luskin to come north and collect an item from the island of Solstice to the north and while researching had found a way to deal with Oral's curse over Ten Towns and the Dale itself. Buried deep beneath the regard, Glacier, Reghard, I, fuck it, it's all nonsense anyway, it's a fake place which doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's an ancient nethery city called Yithrin. If the group can get a spell scroll called the Codicil of White from Solstice, they can open up a rift in the ice to get to the city. Once there, Oz believes there is an item called a Mithalar that, that allowed the Netheril to change the weather. Agreeing to join him, join him, the party headed in the direction of Targos, where Oz had a contact that could get a ship to Solstice. Whilst camping, it was revealed that Oz was in fact a half-orc, using disguised self to pretend to be a Loxodon. And finally, we pick back up mid-morning on the 14th of autumn, 142 AD, as the group are met by a sea elf by the name of Dason, who Oz wanted to barter a ship north with. Um, so you have literally just came into the free flag sailing. I think it was the, that uh, that name. I can't remember. I wrote this down earlier. Um, You're right. Um, and you have been guided towards the corner where Sea um, Elf Aragon is sat uh, enjoying their morning. Um, just Aragon. <laughs> just... Just uh, before we jump back into this, for anyone who missed it last session, or if you, you can't remember because it's been a week, Liam, do you just want to introduce us to Dason again? Uh, yeah. So, uh, he is a, uh, a beautiful looking, uh, sea elf with, uh, lovely, um, blue skin. He's got his, his hair scraped back and a little, 
little bit of a top knot going on uh, with the with buzz cut sides, uh, wearing some uh, purple uh, clothing. Um, it's got like a little vest, um, a leather jerkin on underneath it, um, and he's just playing around with a spyglass. Yeah. Excellent. So, um, Dason, you who have been sat doing whatever your morning might recall what needs you to do, uh, have found yourself heading over to uh, the free flag sailing for breakfast before being interrupted by a familiar figure, the large Loxodon uh, paladin known as Oz, who seems to interrupt most of your mornings um, when you have tried to have something just quiet and calm. It's normally when he appears. Um, he has chartered ships from you before, so you re you recognise him uh, as someone who is uh, not unfriendly with coin. Um, and he is tailed by two uh, female figures. You've got one uh, elven figure with jet white hair, um, pulled up in a very lovely uh, crown braid, um, quite uh, quite clean looking, with a lot of, of uh, a lot of kind of trimmings of a, a typical ranger and then you've got this uh, kind of more glowy looking female with pink hair um, lots of lots of kind of um, little hooks and such off her belt which seem to have daggers and things hanging off and a lot of uh, little hidey holes for certain things uh, as such a entertainer might have um, she seems to have a weird kind of floaty essence to her as well and doesn't seem to be walking as such as gliding across the floor um, however, to jump into this, Oz sits down directly ahead of you and goes, Alright, you fucker! Um, so, told you I'd be back. Um, you have a ship. I need a ship. We need to go north. Name your price. Oh, you get shit done. Whereabouts north are we headed? We're going to Solstice, the uh, you know the um the the old uh, frost giant location up north. Just need a ship. You are the man for the ships. Tell me how much I need to pay. And he just starts moving gold coins across the table in front of him. Well, um, I do have some transport, but uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a ship. What is it if it's not a ship? It's the fastest way to travel the area, especially if you want to head north. So it's an axe beak? Axe beaks can't swim, so I don't think that would be the way. Dayson, let me introduce you to uh, Erica and Nerenef. These are the, uh, the the famed heroes who uh, came in and destroyed that dragon that came along not so long ago. Uh, they've also oh, gone geez. and fucked up the castle down south. Um, I don't know any of their exploits. I'll let them uh, do their talking. I'll be here. Um, coins counting. Um, hi, I'm Erica. Uh, I mean, he's just said that. Um, I'm dead. <laughs> Um, and uh, in, in a in my former life, I was a circus performer, and now somehow I'm out here in this frozen wasteland, uh, planning to go and fight a frost maiden. At some point, I think might be the end game. Um, it's been a ride to get to this point. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Hey. We killed the dragon. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Is it true what they say about you when you killed the dragon, that you flew through the air firing arrows? Um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, um... <coughs> Show off! <coughs> wow, I, you know, have spent years in the circus, in, like... You know, trapeze artist and acrobat and stuff, so it wasn't really that much different to what I used to do. But um, it wasn't just me. Um, Nereneth here, she was involved as well. 
and um, we also had another friend of ours, Garland. He was there as well, so between the three of us, we took down a dragon. Um, he did most of it, though, whilst running across the rooftops. <clears throat> okay, fine, most of it while running across the rooftops. But it was really a team effort, because yep. we, we do things as a, as a team, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, so yep. um, I, I'll let Nereneth tell you about her. Um, I mean, to be honest, we... we I haven't really spoken to each other that much about who we are, so this is like, um, we just kind of went, oh cool, yeah, I'm Erica, you're Nereneth, that's excellent, let's go and do this thing, so, um... And then she did my hair. And then I did her hair. So, yeah, um, we've, we've, um, we've, we've not really had much time to, uh, get to know each other, really. I didn't... Yeah. Circus? Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I, I am an archaeologist. I like to go around tombs and find hidden treasures and uh, learn about ancient civilizations. Um, I really like cold places. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is like the perfect place for you, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, Oz mentioned ancient civilization on Ireland, and um, well, that's my cup of tea. So, mm. yeah. Some blood well. fun. We nearly died. Let's let's not do oh, that yeah. again, please. Um, why do I have this I'm feeling? I'm sure you'll be now? fine. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna have a happy ending. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I want to. No, Garland didn't die. He just, you know, he's gone off to make his famous beer. So, yeah, yeah, he got yeah. a business proposal that he couldn't turn down. Happy ending, not yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 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 doing good. Right well, he was when we left. So. Very well. Um, Oz, a quick word. Uh, okay. Um, you two, fuck off a second. We're gonna chat. Wow, could have just asked her. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll and they get to the bar. <laughs> you guys head over to the bar. Stexon yep. leans forward to have a chat with Oz. Yes, Mimaka, what's up? Do these two know what you're actually getting them involved in? I have told them that we're gonna go give Oral a spanking, and then we're gonna go get some magic stuff to get uh, get the stuff. Yep. And what about that entire cursed area and everything that happened there? Quietly, they're gonna. They 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 are as you've seen. They've taken down a magic dragon. They can deal with. They can deal with curses. They'll be fine. They said that there were three of them, and now there are two. I'm assuming that you want more than just travel from me. I mean, I, I'm assuming you don't want a bit. Would you? Like the the greatest sailor of all of Ten Towns wanna to be sat on a ship whilst we went and fucked around in the middle of ice. You 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 know what's gonna happen. We're gonna get out there, you're gonna be like, Oh look, I've got nothing to do. Or what were you like? And then you walk with us and then you're like, Oh look, I'm magic Bang bang death Gold do you have on you now? I have five hundred gold with your name on it, and I can get you more if the price is a little higher. But I've also heard, um, you know, you being um, one of those uh, the animal lovers, uh, the, 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 the whatever you do, um, I've heard there are things out there that you might be able to find which no one else has ever seen as well. And he gives you this very kind of glintish look in his eye. Thousand gold and I'll get you there. Oh, fucking hell, thousand gold. Uh, right, uh, yeah, sorry, he lifts up a coin purse and puts it in front of you and goes, 500 gold, as I said. I haven't got it on me right now, I've left it in my other trunk, um, but I have another 500 gold for you elsewhere, I just need to go collect it, but I thought, you know, if you get us up there, I can always pay you with the money we find up there, and then you don't even have to wait for me to come back and get it, eh? Jason is going to extend his hand. Excellent. Um, 
uh, Oz go <laughs> looks at it and goes, I, I, "Mate, I've just been uh, cleaning down the axe peak. I'd love to shake your hand, but I don't want to upset you." And just start like starts patting himself down. Uh, goes, oh, "Let me go check on those ladies, shall I?" And then I'll be back. Um, Before he, as he gets up to leave, uh, Dayson will say, "If I see you attempt to flee, I'll kill you." Well. It looks like I've got several targets on my back today. Lovely. It keeps you warm. Um, right. Um, back in a minute. Uh, do you want anything from the bar? Oh, yes. You're paying. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, what do you want? Oh, uh, huh. um, you are a scary motherfucker. Um, what can I get you? Take a wine. Wine. Excellent. And he just starts uh, dithering off towards the bar area where... Our ladies are currently uh, getting drinks. You guys managed to grab yourself whatever you would be liking. Um, is there anything you guys want to chat about whilst uh, this is happening over in the far uh, corner? Um, what do you think of the new guy? I mean, he's a bit pretty, isn't he? He's alright. No, but like in an elf way, he's like, he's, he's pretty, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Pretty. I like the blue. Kind of cool. Yeah. Although I imagine he, he kind of blends into the background sometimes, you Probably. know, the way ice ice goes. Probably. Do you reckon he's mm. ever killed anyone? He's got that kind of vibe. I'm 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 sensing there's more to him than just a pretty face. Yeah, yeah. Something about him that's making me a little bit wary. I'm not sure what it is. I'm sure he's nice. He seems nice. He seems very polite. Does um, Steve? Does he have a slash Liam? Probably more appropriate to ask you. Is there a really obvious druidic focus um, that Nerinef would have seen? Nothing that you would be overly familiar with. Um, there's there's no like uh, like sprig of mistletoe. There's no wand. You know, no you staff or anything like that. Um, it's literally he's got, uh, yeah, he's he's got his sort of sailing gear, and that's all that you would be able to see. Okay. Excellent. As um, you two are wrapping up this conversation, kind of turn around to look over the way, you can see Oz coming through the the crowd to head over towards the bar. You can see he looked a little shaken from his facial expression. Um, as he yep. walks up and stands by the bar and he goes, uh, Mark, can I have uh, six whiskeys and a wine, please? Um, make that a, a, a single on each of those. I, I may have just given away my fucking poor... Uh, anyway. Um, right, how, so you... Oh, hello, you there. Um, we've got we've got transport. He's happy to come along. He'll be happiness. Brilliant. Um, anything that you lot need in town before we fuck off or... Maybe just a, a quick scout round for supplies. I mean, we've got some stuff left over. Yeah, but so we've got rations, but maybe yeah. um, maybe just more crossbow bolts. Yeah, or healing potions, if we can get any of that kind of stuff. Definitely that, because, you know, yeah. um, it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. Um, right, I'm yeah. gonna, I've got to go give uh, your man his wine, and then I'll be back. Uh, so if you like, want to, if you want to go do your scouting around for things, um, I will meet you outside in an hour's time or so. Um, and I'll let him right. go do what he needs to do, and we'll all congregate in the the, the front of the bar. It'll be great. Um, front of the bar in an hour. Cool. Cool. Um, and for Dayson uh, as well. Uh, he brings over the wine for you, places it in front of you, then uh, swings off uh, back to the bar to collect a collection of uh, small glasses. Um, <laughs> you are all welcome, as uh, say, for the next uh, hour or so to go around collecting what sort of things you want. Uh, for that search of weapons and health potions, uh, could I have an investigation check, please? Just see if you can find anywhere that would have anything. Um, from anyone who's looking for that sort of thing. Investigation is a uh, twelve. 18. 12, 18. Um, uh, Dason, just double checking with yourself. What would you be doing in the next hour or so? 
Um, probably just drinking. Okay, cool. Um, so you just uh, after being told it'll be back in an hour or so, you just enjoy your morning. Um, for Nereneth and Erica, you go off trying to look for things. It's easy enough to replace your uh, your crossbow bolts and such. Um, you manage to get yourselves uh, twenty. 20 bolts each uh, at the cost of a silver um you also find whilst looking around that it's in hard supply for health potions at the moment due to the fact that um they are currently divvying out whatever they did have out into the rest of 10 towns but you managed to get yourselves uh two uh, potions of healing uh, for 45 gold uh for some reason that's each yes sorry each Two potions for forty-five gold each. Yep. Um, okay. Cool. They 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 do the the several areas that you look around looking for like apothecaries and such, all very apologetic and explain each time that they've had to send out their equipment that they did have to the local uh, the local towns to try heal up the survivors and they they wouldn't be getting a restock in the next few days or or they trying to brew up another batch to send out essentially. Um, yeah. But uh, you managed to get those two there. Don't worry. Um, what, oh, what was the price of the um, crossbow bolts? Sorry, uh, there are silver for a bundle of twenty. One silver for all twenty. Yeah. Wow, that's cheap. Hello. <laughs> right. Change, just changing me gold and stuff, no so I know what I've got. Um, is there anything else that anyone would like uh, to check around or do whilst you're you're getting yourself set up? I mean, I want to go talk to Dason. I mean, um, you're welcome to. Like, I was gonna, I was planning on talking to him while we had our drinks before we went crossbow well, shopping. This was, I'll say, this is in the next hour, so you can do that before that. Or yes. It's yeah. wibbly wobbly tiny wimey. Yeah, let's go talk to this guy. Let's find out who he is. Whoop. I couldn't tell if that was in character or if that was Emma then. <laughs> very close, really. It's very close. I don't even know. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly. Right. Yep. So you, you can go have a chat with Jason. Go for it. Hi. Um, we've told you about us. Um, tell us about you. Um, well, not really a that lot to tell these days. Um, I'm a sailor by trade, technically a navigator, um, focusing on the stars and guiding us uh, through the seas. Uh, but obviously, as things stand at the moment, um, not really a great amount of travel to be had out on the seas. So I'm kind of stuck here, picking up jobs. Um, some of my associates were able to handle things a lot better than myself. Uh, there was one friend of mine who was able to smash through ice as he was uh, sailing. Wow. Kind of wished that I'd had something like that on board, but instead, no, no. It's... Yes, so have you met him? Yeah, he's uh, he's now a speaker. Are we talking about the same Kodar? Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> he's uh, big guy. Goliath. Not all there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, um... Somewhat lost. No, no, he's not lost. He's found his home now. It's fine. Yeah, he's not lost anymore. Yep. Good on him. <laughs> yeah well the village we came across had no leader anymore and they were kind of looking to us to do it so yeah kodar volunteered now known oh. officially as speaker kodar so yeah he's uh he's gone up in the world a little bit good going that man yeah <laughs> so how did you meet oz did you just come across him in a pub because he seems like yes he does seem to is. frequent them quite a bit um uh, he's he's one of those people always seems to have some kind of a get rich quick scheme normally i don't mind he does tend to pay up 
but when it comes to the larger amounts, he gets a little bit cagey. Yeah, strikes me as a bit of a chancer. Uh, I mean, he seems nice. You know, still, still don't fully understand the whole pretending to be a loxodung, but isn't one. But he has his reasons, and um, yeah. Well, sorry, what now? <laughs> oh, he um, <laughs> figured he'd uh, probably have, have told you that. He um, dis- he. When we met him, he was in disguise as a Loxodon. Turns out he's um, he's a half-orc. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's... Like I said, I think he's got his reasons for it. Um, not I think it was enough. something to do with he feels more powerful and intimidating yeah. as a Loxodon. Yeah. Oh, yes, because obviously a half-orc wouldn't be intimidating. Yeah, I didn't really get that either. There's like a lot of stuff that I wanted to ask him, but also felt some of it might be inappropriate. So I've kind of just left it and figured if he shares anything, then we can talk about it. And if not, then we'll just let him do whatever makes him happy. Oh, oh, actually, do you know what? You should watch him next time he eats because sometimes he misses his mouth. That's how she worked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Does make sense as to why he wouldn't shake my hand. Yeah. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah. So he's roped you into this uh, mad escapade that we're apparently going on. Well, he originally said that you just needed some transport, which obviously I'm more than happy to help out with, um, but I also don't trust him as far as I can throw him, which apparently, uh, with recent revelations, would be somewhat further than I originally thought, but still not far enough. No. So I'll come along and keep an eye on him. Oh. M- much appreciated. Yeah. You're welcome. And where has that slimy wretch gone to now? As uh... if by cue, <laughs> walking <laughs> over, carrying another two uh, <laughs> whiskey glasses, walks over to, towards the table. Um, you can see that the uh, the trunk, um, especially now, is swinging opposite in the way that inertia would cause it to swing if he was walking properly. <laughs> <laughs> As he walks towards the table, ah, oh, right, um, you're all here, brilliant. Um, uh, what? How? How? Uh, sorry. One potato, two potato, three potato, drink, and then he takes one da- back, um, and then goes. Uh, so, Dason, how are we getting north? You said you don't have a ship, but you have something. Do you have any ideas? Well, you might want to slow down on those because uh, I'm not really a big fan of people throwing up on deck, and I don't think that Angerjuk will be either. Who the fuck is Angerjuk? You'll find out shortly. Cryptic, love it. Um, I will. Uh, I will make this the last one, and then. I'm sure that I'm sure we'll find somewhere where you can get more whiskey. Oh, I have a bottle. Um, anyway, uh, well, yeah. Why am I not surprised? Because I am not a surprising person. I'm just. I'm just complicated, apparently. Uh, anyway, um, right. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Uh, shall, uh, has everyone got everything, or have, have we time jumped again and I can't remember where I am? No, we've we've got everything. Okay, cool. Just need to double check. It's always confusing when people do time jumps. You know, you're like, I, am I in this part of the narrative or am I back there? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, we, shall we find this engine up, bloke? Um, where are we going, Captain? And he turns to Dyson. Well, we've got a pier to get to. Okay. Uh, and it's at this point that I offer you the map that you will all see. I'll quickly drop it onto the screen just so our lovely viewers can see as well. Bing! So, on the map that you can see, you'll see two blue blocks to the north on the coast of the Sea of Moving Ice. Um, as you have suggested you would like to go see Anjanook, You'll be going to the leftermost blue block, more closer to your uh, current location. 
as you are marked by the axe beak, just below Bremen. Um, just for knowledge, um, the other one uh, further north uh, is a fairly known location. Uh, it's just that not many people go there. That would be a prison known as Reveler's End to the to the north of uh, of uh, Ten Towns. That was also another uh, way you would be able to get a ship if you didn't go for Anjanuk. So um, we're going for Anjanuk. Yay! <laughs> 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 Fucking hate you, Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> you uh, love it. I love it. I do. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that the next few moments of this game. <sighs> I know. Um, so, is there, just before I, uh, I chase you out into the snow, uh, is there any final things you'd like to do before we head towards Anjanuk's Pier? I'm going to go up to the bar and buy my own bottle of whiskey. Okay. Uh, costs you two gold uh, for the bottle of whiskey, and it is marked um, on the front as Davy Jones's blocker. Um, it has it has a picture of like uh, like a kraken trying to grab onto the bottom of a ship, and like a, a sailor hanging onto the bottom, punching the the nose of the kraken uh, on the front of the logo. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wave it at the others and say I've never tried this stuff and Oz makes it sound nice so keep you warm. Mister Oz. Um. Right. So, uh, anything else before we head off? Just just double checking. Oops. Lovely. Um. Are we riding by Axbeak or are we travelling by just? walking because i i wouldn't want to assume if dason has one or not we can also get you on dason um at 50 gold uh, uh -oh. i mean i guess he would probably have one. Oh yeah i ima imagine he'd, he'd already have one it's just, just if you want to mark off 50 gold that you would you yeah bought it with uh the, when you first got it just so we, we've we've been fair and all that. Um, yep. There we uh, go. Lovely. Done. I mean, you've you've just been given four hundred and fifty gold now, rather than five hundred. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm good. I'm good for a while. <laughs> um, right. So all of you uh, manage to round up your collective axe beaks, just because we've been having fun naming. Is there any name that we need to know for for Dason's axe beak? Flippy. Flippy. Slippy. Oh, Slippy. Lovely. Slippy. No, Slippy. S-L-I-P-P-Y. Thank you. Sorry, that was me as well going, what? Fuck it. What? Um, lovely. So with your axe beaks, as usual, your speed is doubled. Um, and with the distance that you'd be heading, um, I believe that you are looking at uh, three hours of travel uh, again towards uh towards this pier which has been marked on the on the map by uh dason as it's midday or so by the time that everything's wrapped up and you head towards it um you make stellar time it is uh, it is only about three four in the afternoon even though again you look up into the sky and it is black there is the beauty of the stars and everything else around it that means that it's a very picturesque travel. But unfortunately, once again, you have the annoyance of not having the sun or any uh, location to mark off your times. It's more body clock as you start to roughly guess a certain amount of travel and distances. So you're always, all these times are always approximated in the way you can. So you might be in half an hour or so out each time, but it's around three, four o'clock as you arrive at a lone pier on the edge of the sea of moving ice. For those that have not been here before, you see this vast ocean spreading off to the north, jet black water, looking like someone has spilt ink onto the, the earth uh, that is made of a blinding white parchment that is the snow behind you. You can see off to the north, uh, northeast of you, you can see this jutting black rock-like building, which would be Reveler's End, which is a prison um, that is uh, used for those that have been a little more naughty than... Um, the average people kept in the cellars at the local council or prison building that is in each city uh, to the south. So Azkaban. It's not 
as bad as Azkaban, but it's 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 very much the place. So um, for law base, um, it's the place that people like Neverwinter and Luskan and um, uh, Waterdeep would send their prisoners by boat up here. So they are placed right. out of the way of the local populace, and it's normally people it would be a bit more nefarious than your, your local uh, bank robber or whatever or someone who has got into violent uh, a violent crime of some sort it is much more your gbh your uh, your murderers serial murderers it's, it's, i don't like the comparison here but isn't it like the wall from yes. game of thrones yeah it's basically, you could either serve out your time... Uh, the idea is that, that uh, especially with the way that they do it, you can either serve out your time there or you can become a prison warden there as well. Um, it is very much that kind of... The wall is the perfect example of it. Thank you for that, Liam. Um, however, there are no magic ice creatures hidden in the, the wall that keeps the... the yeah, I totally the believe you. <laughs> to totally believe you. <laughs> Now, what was going to happen, and I will happily ruin this now that we're going to... I had a really... There's basically a character there that is... Throughout their entire advertising campaign, they were talking about like this prisoner who's like the, the prisoner 243 or something like that, and he's meant to be like this dark, mysterious character. Won't spoil who he is if you're reading the books, dear reader or viewer. Um, but, uh, yes, po pointless to say I went and tried to change it and have now kept the story that was going to happen there for something else later down the line because i was proud of that story god damn it <laughs> anyway um but there okay. there's a there's a um in any iteration of this place there's apparently like a a secret prisoner who's done very nefarious deeds and they they won't let anyone near his cell and He's basically right. he's basically like sean connery in the rock <laughs> oh i love that film oh. that's a great okay. film anyway uh, but yes, um, and I didn't find the books version as exciting, so I put something else in there. Um, but you're not going there, so I won't waste my talented writing. Yeah, we're uh, not going there. There's some cooking about that place. No, it's Dangers of the Dayson. You arrive ah. at the. <laughs> you arrive at the pier, which you have visited once or twice as a traveller of ten towns, and also being a druid. This place is uh, quite relaxing for yourself because it is actually um, as for the other two who arrive here for the first time you see a, an abandoned little hut that sits on the the edge of the pier there's this lone jetty that stretches out into the waters with ice blocks floating around it almost like someone's dropped huge ice cubes into the water to cool it down even further because that's what we need um but as you look um, out onto the <laughs> pier and you look around, Dason, you would know that this was actually a, uh, a druid's home at one point and was uh, owned by a druid of... Nobody really knows when they were alive, but they were known as Anja. And Anjanook uh, was Anja's pet. Um, I would need you, Master Druid, to make me an animal handling check to call upon Anjanook. Um, okay. Oh no. I really hope you roll well. <laughs> uh, how's a 24 hit? Yeah. 24. I mean, the DC was 10, so don't worry. <laughs> you double win it. Um, anyway, um, so you walk over and you can see the bell that normally is rang to call, to call upon Anjanook, but rather than doing this, you just place your fingertips on the water and just gently start to splash it in a rhythm that you recognise uh, you've used before against the bell, which um, Anjanook seems to respond to quite quickly. Um, for our ladies, um, and for Liam as well, but unfortunately Liam's character knows about this thing, so it's not as cool, unfortunately. You see, jutting out of the water, about 100 feet or so off the shore, a large keelboat comes out of the water and just underneath the keelboat you can see some sort of white substance underneath it as it rises out of the water and then dips again under the water and then rises again and then dips and just where Dason was splashing his fingers against the the water below the pier a large white fleshy nose comes out of the water as you see 
a huge sperm whale rear its head out of the water up to its eye pe- its eyes peeking out of the water um uh, its mouth kind of lolling just underneath it with it with the water splashing against its lower lip as it juts up and you hear all in the weirdest version of fucking you all hear a booming low guttural voice come from the uh, the whale it sounds very much like Dory from Finding Nemo for, for <laughs> just for that. <laughs> for those that need that really cute character. Um, you just hear, Hello, I am Andronok. I am here to serve. Hi. That's a whale. That's a whale that's talking. Yep, there's a fucking whale that's talking. <laughs> yeah. Is no one else surprised by the talking whale, or is it just me? Um, can I just look really demure, which is really out of character for Nerineff? <laughs> yep. Yep. You, you're, you're seeing this and going like, what? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is just like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry at how bizarre this is. You hear behind you the sound of something hard hitting the soft snow behind you as you turn and just see Oz has dropped his bottle of whiskey into the snow. Uh, Oz, Oz, you you lost your bottle. Yeah, Yeah, more ways than one. That's a fucking... That's a... Uh, Dason, a word! Uh, of course. Right, just a question. When I said I needed mm-hmm. a ship, and you said you've got a way yep. of getting... Is, is he giving us that ship that came out of the water, or...? Um... He is the ship. Nope, fuck that. the transport. Fuck that, fuck that. No, water, not good. No, okay. Um, I like him. He can stay. <laughs> so excited. Okay, um, I need you to do me a favour, Dayson. I need you to do me a favour right now. How good's your left hook? Ends? What are you looking for? I need you to hit me. I need you to hit me hard. I'm not getting on that awake. Okay. Um. So I take it I'm wrong and I'm strong. Yep, go for it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Can I do it to the back of his head? Yep, you can roll as well. <laughs> you're, you're, we'll go with flanking as well because both of you are hitting him either side. Hold it up, so I'm getting advantage here. Yep. <laughs> uh, right, so 23. 23 hits, yep. And for Nerenef? Um. Th- Ten. Ten. Um, ten, unfortunately, doesn't hit. So, Dason, do your damage. <laughs> well, it's going to be three bludgeoning. Three bludgeoning, lovely. So, you both, uh, Dason, seeing this, you take that moment and you're like, I'm not going to give it as he asks. Pause and then swing and punch him. Just as you hear, as you punch him and his head should rock back, you see Nerenef's hand comes up and swats him across the back of the head as well, holding his head in place where you've punched him, rather than allowing it to swing back with the inertia. So you just hear the crunch of his nose. Um, For you as well, there's an enjoyable moment as your hand passes through his trunk um, and into the actual (laughs) face of Oz behind him. Uh, as the entire visage of Oz's Loxodon appearance drops, and you, for the first time, Dason, see this very, again, Carl Urban. Um, I described him wrong last time. He has jet blue hair, not uh, not black hair. Uh, very beautiful beard. Very, very um, gnarly kind of tusks, in the way you had said earlier. Half-orcs are not exactly the, uh, the prim, uh, very unscary looking creatures they are quite intimidating in their own nature without trying uh, but you see this entire knocked out being just land behind uh, the, the three of you on the snow um. wonderful uh, now that that's sorted uh, Anjanuk uh, my friends and I will require uh, transportation 
um, to the island uh, if that's quite alright with you. Anything for a druid of your caliber? And the head bows. The, the head bows into the water again, and as the the kind of slaloms almost around in front of the pier, the keelboat comes up, and for each of you in your own way, especially Nerenef and um, uh, and Dason, you being arcane users would immediately sense this wall of energy that sits around the keelboat. Uh, Erica, you having slight arcane ability can sense it as well, but it's not as prominent for yourself. You know that there's something there, it's just that it's not as obvious for someone who is a much more seasoned spellcaster. Um, okay. uh, you see the keelboat comes up perfectly lining up so you could step off the pier into the boat. Um, and you can see... It's like it... a carry <laughs> You... You all managed to get the, uh, the 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 brutish frame of Oz onto the uh, onto the boat. Um, as you step through, there's this very weird sensation of stepping into like it's almost like stepping through uh, like a, a beaded curtain. As you step through this weird film that covers over the keelboat, and you are now in this wonderfully temperate kind of bubble that sits around the keelboat. It seems to feel like the, there's like air conditioning to keep it just cool enough, but not so cold that you're feeling uncomfortable. There are a small collection of supplies over in the corner uh, that you can see uh, that has been piled up for people who are traveling with, with Anjanook to eat and such over the travel. Um, there is also a uh, kind of like a small box with a, a grill on it at the very front, front of the keelboat uh, where you hear a kind of muffled version of Anjanook's voice come through as I will be travelling for three days to get to the island. Would you care for a scenic route or a quick as possible? Scenic route, scenic route, scenic route. That is fine. We will go past the ancient storm giant place. It is very idyllic this time of year. <laughs> this uh, is so cool. Sorry, go on. I was about to say, I'm aware we've left our axe beaks on the side. So I, I will say that I've said goodbye. Uh, you would be able to take your axe beaks as well if you would like. There is enough space on the keelboat to take them as well. Yes? I thought we had to leave them. Okay. Um, it's oh, up to you. Yes. No, I'm taking Felicia. Who is probably reacting Felicia for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erica's not ready to say bye, Felicia. I'm not ready to say bye, Felicia. <laughs> when I say bye, Felicia, it will be said with meaning. Um... To, to be honest, I, I was thinking, shit, what is my axe beat called? Because it's been a while since <laughs> I had to say its name. And I was like, oh yeah, it's Felicia, because of the whole by Felicia thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Felicia is on the whale as well. This is just sort of reacting as you would expect an animal to be reacting this close to another big animal. Yeah, they are all a little hesitant if you, you are guiding your axe beaks on. They they seem to have like a a bit like when you see uh, the cat getting ready to jump. Um, they yes. they come to the edge of the uh, of the pier and then they take a moment and then they do a little waddle and then jump onto the per the keelboat. Um, as you are all f familiar with your axe beaks, they they trust you enough to to enter onto the boat. Cool. Right. So, you all take stock for a moment as uh, the, the boat sits on the water as if a normal boat. And then there is a moment, even for, for those that might be uh, familiar with this or even those that were kind of expecting it, seeing what happens, but there is a rush of adrenaline, a bit like that when you're on a roller coaster just coming to the lip of the first drop. As you watch... For a moment, the boat starts to submerge as Anjanook turns and drops into the water. And you watch as the water starts to rise up in front of you around the bubble. And you watch it slowly just 
merge over the top of the bubble. You are completely free to do exactly what you want in the keelboat, but the water itself is held at bay from the from the boat by this huge bubble of air that seems to be created by uh, Anjanuk's uh, magical abilities. Cool. As that happens, as we were going into the water and the water was starting to come up, Erica instinctively goes to hold her breath, as you would do if you were going to be submerged in water, then remembers she doesn't have breath with which to do that. <laughs> so has a moment of awkward panic of we're going to drown and then everything's okay. But that was my reaction to no, that's the, lovely. To the water. Dason the is just watching them as, as it happens. Because, you know... Um, he can breathe underwater anyway, so it's nothing nothing new to him. So he's just excited for their reactions. I think Nerineff is just trying to desperately play it cool, but it's very obvious that that's what she's trying to do. <laughs> very exciting, this whole thing. <laughs> so, as stated, you will have three days of travel uh, to head into the north towards the island of Solstice. As you travel under the water, it is... It is a trip that can be described like no other. You see the seabed occasionally coming up out of the darkness around you. Um, does everyone have dark vision whilst I remember? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep, that's cool. Um, so you can see out in the distance, even though there is no natural light down here, you can see the like the greying hills of the land around the, the seabed starting to merge out of the darkness as they come closer towards you. You can see that there are statues that appear out of nowhere every now and then. All seem to be from like a long-lost civilization that seems to have been in that way that most uh, archaeologists will know of, of that thing of uh, as the world slowly grows on top of the first first civilizations you can find them in certain areas as you dig deep enough you start to see as he gets closer to one area this huge settlement that rears out of nowhere it looks to be like someone has cast the enlarged spell on an entire city and then placed it down here you can see that there are statues across the settlement that was down here of this huge uh, kind of bipedal looking humanoid with a massive trident and a crown around his head that for those that would have studied their histories for the giants would be King Hecaton. You can see that there are loads of different idyllic little landscapes that once sat down here but now are completely submerged by the waters. Is there anything that anyone would like to chat about or do in their three days of travel under the water? Can just like nerd out over all the history stuff? Oh yeah, for you, this is uh, specifically for your things, uh, Nerenf. You are looking out. It's a bit like that kid with their nose against the window every now and then. You're just yeah. leaning right out, almost touching the bubble, but not wanting to, knowing it might do like you might bring water in or something. You just go right. I'm not going to touch it, but I'm going to get as close as possible. You're getting your notepad out and scribbling down what you see. Uh, they, as I say, for yourself, who's very historical historically um, interested you start to recognize things such as the storm giant settlement you recognize like the, the ancient techniques that they would have used to, to create this area you can also see uh, different statues that come up of different gods every now and then all of them seem to be pre-sundering so you you see very uh, primal looking god statues before the more um, uh, kind of like the more humanized versions that you would have started to hear about over the, the the last few years where people have created their own gods and also um the gods that have now moved back to their realms have become much less um much less uh talked about uh, in their way so now now there are stories that create different versions of that god meaning there's different iterations that come from different beliefs um, you see, as I say, the, the more primal, uh, original versions of certain gods as you go through. None uh, obviously stick out as like, oh, it's definitely uh, in this pantheon. There's a spread of different ones across the across the the seabed. Um, as I say, are there any conversations or anything that anyone would like to have before uh, we hit solstice and the end of the episode? Um, I'd like to talk to Oz about his. Um... 
need to disguise himself. We don't have to act that out because I'm aware we're at the end of the episode. Oh no, well, if he's awake. <laughs> yes, he yeah, would have woke awake. up in. He would have woke up several hours into the first day. Um, okay. <laughs> very groggy, um, very quiet, and again he sits in the corner of the boat, just looking out, and he looks like a child, very much not wanting to be where he is right now. He just sat in the corner. Mm-hmm gently rocking back and forth and as you get close up to him when he's not talking to you you just hear one potato two potato three potato four potato five potato six potato and he continues and continues um um what would you like to know about his uh his disguising erica um why when he started doing it um why he started doing it whether it helps him um, but the whole time I want to sit next to him and sip from my whiskey bottle and I've figured out that I don't like whiskey, but also I'm, I'm attempting a weird bonding thing. No, that's cool. Um, can, you make, it's gonna work. can you make an ins- insight check for me and can you make a persuasion check for me? Insight and persuasion. Uh, yes, I can. Insight is uh, 16. 16, lovely. Persuasion is 18 lovely um so everything that he tells you you get is there is half truth to everything he says you you can see that he's holding back certain things and you know you get the sense as well that it's not just him being cagey he is also quite scared in the water um Mm -hmm. he he tells you the same story that he told you lot um in the uh in the uh the rest that you had the night before hitting Targos about how he met this Loxodon whilst in Luskan who slaughtered someone who had been talking bad about the uh, the Church of Tiamat. Um, he explains that he he knows that half-orcs can be quite burly and intimidating, but there's a difference between this literal powerhouse of a Tiamat paladin Loxodon and him who is just a half-orc with a quarterstaff. Um... He also tells you that he's been doing it on and off for the last three or four years. And he's stopped doing it as much um, when he met his contact in Luskan who hired him to come north. But he's just been doing it uh, because certain people up here know him as the Loxodon. Okay. Um, In return for his stories, I will tell him... um, how I died, and I will share with him worries over being a human and not having experience of any of this stuff. So I'm kind of just going along with stuff and finding out what it is and what it means when we get to it. Trying to fit in with the others. Um, And trying to find a purpose so I can have a meaningful death. (sighs) Yay. But in 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 a... least morbid way as possible yes right and with that uh, we will pick up with any more conversations and also anything else you might want to discuss in your three days of travel in our next episode of 16 candle keeps Uh, thank you very much for listening thank you very much for watching if you are watching us on the youtube or now twitch uh, listening on all the places where you can hear us you will know one of them because you're listening or watching to this right now (laughs) thank you (laughs) Uh, but uh, come back next week for another episode we will be uh, hitting solstice proper (sighs) and we'll be discussing campaign one's wrap up and uh (laughs) <laughs> what what we're planning to do for next campaign and um, anyway um right uh but for for now thank you very much for listening and watching all that want to say bye say bye bye, bye. thank you for listening to 16 candle keeps your players were emma bamford as erica jones jade leanne pierce as nereneth halladar and liam thornton as dason your DM was Steve Archer. Theme music by Steve Archer, and artwork for the podcast by Bingle Bang Bang, of what is known as Liam Thornton. Background music was created by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 
Other background music was performed by the Bombarded cast from Bombarded Podcast. This music can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. Thank you very much and we'll see you next time.